Hey everybody, this is your host Bill, and you're listening to the Late to Grid podcast. This is a podcast about motorsports and getting on track. I interview the guys and gals who work hard all week to be weekend warriors. I also interview professionals in the motorsports community that can help you and your racing. If you are involved with SCCA, NASA, Track Days, HPDE, or Endurance Racing, this show is for you. My goal is to share the stories and inspiration that will grow our sport. In this episode, I sat down with Marlon Sumlin and Matt Harbert to discuss their impressions from their first Track Night in America event. We also talk about my first SCCA club race, where they were both crewing for me. Plus, we have a great tech tip from Chris at LMS EFI, and the guys talk about their cars. Spoiler alert, Matt got a new one, but you'll have to listen to hear what he got. All right, like I mentioned in the introduction, I am here with Matt Harbert and Marlon Sumlin, and we've got some catching up to do, guys, don't we? Um, without a doubt. Yeah. Getting busy. So... We recorded a Track Night in America episode to get some folks ready for Track Night in America. And then the three of us actually went to Track Night. All of us, it was our first Track Night. So let's talk about the event. Sure. What would you guys think? Well, I thought it was great, apart from some car troubles (laughs) on my end. But, I mean, with all the, you know, I thought the event was ran really well. And a great group of people out there on track, learning stuff, talking to everyone. Got to see one of our clients, uh, Chris. (laughs) With the Audi, um, but other than a little bit of car troubles, it was great. Always a good time at track. All right, we're gonna get into those car troubles. Marlon, you've run events with lots of people, lots yeah. of places. What'd you think of Track Night in America? I, for being an advanced driver, I thought it, it was a lot of fun. It gave me a great opportunity to shake down the deuce. Um, it had a blast running on the, the Falcon 660. Set a lot of personal bests each and every time with the car. So. Uh, Shout out to my friend Chris Taylor, Chris Taylor Racing Services. So with his B-Spec ECU install was just amazing. So the red line moved from 6,500 to 74. So uh, it made all the difference in the world. Uh, SCCA put on a great event. Uh, It was fun to get out there and also lead the novices for their first time out there on just reconnaissance laps and help them get faster as well with a little coaching uh, even with some advanced drivers as well. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought it was very well organized. The communication was great. So the days leading up to the event, we received emails just confirming, hey, here's what's going on. Here are the times everything's happening. And the track didn't, uh, or the um, the staff did a great job keeping everything on schedule. It, we were, you know, everything was on time. There were luckily no issues. Uh, I, one thing that I thought was really cool was at I think it was around six o'clock. Anybody that wanted to take their car out on track could do so. And we maintained about thirty-five, forty-five mm-hmm. miles an hour, right. and gave a chance for other people that weren't participating just a chance to go around and see what it was like. Yeah, I think that helped a lot. I think that they'll probably at the next event that's coming up, they will probably get a bunch of new novice people who've never experienced it, other than having basically touring or parade laps, whatever you prefer to call them. But I, I think it's a great idea. Once people get a taste of it and understand you don't have to have a race car, it can be your everyday car, um, they can go out and have some fun and see what it's like. Yeah. All right, Matt. You had an interesting time at Track Night in America. How many laps did your Miata do? Oh, it did zero. Zero, <laughs> zero laps. So you, let's, let's set this up. So 
first tell us about your Miata. So it's a 1995 NA Miata. Well, it's not NA. It's turbocharged and um, it makes just under 300 to the tire. Um, it's I've kind of gone a little crazy with everything. You know, I want to make power in a car that really, really shouldn't. <laughs> um, and so this is the first year out. In the past two years, I've done a couple autocrosses. Um, and track night was actually the first track event with it. Um, the night before, uh, I had a rear main leak. Uh, just the gasket failed, so I was like, all right, well, we're going to pull the transmission out and do a rear main the night before. Um, got that knocked out, drove it home. Um, actually, no, I didn't drive it home. I left it there, left work, and went to where it was at and started it up, make sure everything was all good, and then I had a discovered a coolant line burned up right by the exhaust. I was like, oh, okay. So I fixed that, running late to the track. I was late to grid. Um, <laughs> got to the track, went out, um, you know, went through the whole registration and all that. Went to go out uh, for the parade lap or what the sighting lap to mm -hmm. see all the corner workers and all that stuff. Start the car up and it starts beeping at me. I'm like, huh, I've never heard that before. I look down, there's no oil pressure. So mm -hmm. I'm, you know, freaking out, thinking that brand new engine all this stuff has no oil pressure so i spent some time diagnosing that pulled the turbo feed off and had oil pressure started going through everything i was like well i'm not going to track i know it has at least some oil pressure but um i'm not going to track it i'm just going to drive it home and fast forward to the end of the night fire it up pull, pulled up the laptop you know i'm looking at all the gauges on the laptop and stuff and Okay, well, coolant temp's reading. It's about 150. And why isn't it reading on the dash? And then RPM's reading on the <laughs> on the laptop, and I'm like, it's not reading on the dash. And then it clicked. <laughs> Something is wrong with the dash, and I could have tracked my car. Oh, yeah. man. So... That's part of the joy of owning a Miata. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Part of the joy of forced induction. Yeah, part <laughs> of the joy of forced induction and making a car do what it's not supposed to. Yeah. But... Other than that, little car troubles, I mean, Bill let me take his car out on the parade lap, uh, first run out, and made me think a lot about my choices with my car <laughs> and all that stuff, but I at least got to do some some laps, which is, which is good, um, and yeah, but hopefully it'll be out for at least another track night here so shortly. So what did SCCA do for you since you basically technically didn't use your registration? So... Thankfully, they, they hooked it up big time with uh, with a credit towards the next track night, um, which is I think is, you know, you don't see a lot. No. You know, a lot of places will be like, too bad, so sad. Um, yeah. Pay you at the next one. That's uh, cool. Yeah. So we're going to see you at another one? That's the plan. All right. Um, well, let's, uh, yeah, so folks that want to learn more about Track Night in America, I'll put a link in the show notes to the episode that we did with Brandon Anderson, Marlon, and Matt about mm -hmm. Track Night in America, how to get involved. So that was, um, we were there at Nelson Ledges, and then the three of us were back at Nelson Ledges just this past weekend for the um, SCCA Great Lakes Divisional Race. Did we ever leave the track? It, just, it seems like <laughs> we, we never left. We just no. brought we just brought the neon. Yeah. Well, you know what did leave? <laughs> the clock radios left. Oh, really? It's oh. not in the bathroom anymore. Oh, yeah, so that did leave. I'm very disappointed. I always take a picture of that clock radio, and I have one from Track Night America, <laughs> and I have a picture of where it used to be 
from the divisional. I think we got to talk to Dave about that one, see if we can get that figured out or see where uh, we Yeah, I think that gave us a bad, some bad vibes for the divisional week and that yeah. clock radio missing. But, Took away our mojo, so. <laughs> yeah. So you guys were, were great enough to help me in my first SCCA club race mm-hmm. uh, at Nelson Ledges. As I mentioned, it was Great Lakes Divisional. The Ohio was putting it on, and uh, we had a pretty nice ITA group. Uh, there were nine of us entered in yeah. the ITA. We yep. took the Dodge Neon. But uh, getting there, well, getting there Friday night was easy. <laughs> I decided to go home, and I did not make it home. Well, um, you did, just eventually. This is true. <laughs> I did make it home. Uh, A circuitous route. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> the truck I was driving decided to blow a transmission line, um, and I parked it in front of someone's house. Matt said, I'm on my way. I'm going to come help you. We called AAA, and four and a half hours later, it was about 11-something, AAA finally showed up. But, Matt, you and I had fun waiting for AAA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Between... Well, the the person's house that we were at. Yep. Ended up, I kind of knew him somehow through car events, or mm-hmm. you know, at least he knew I, my car or I knew his car, whatever. But he was gracious enough to you know um, let us hang out in his garage, look at his car, talk cars, talk people, all this stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. He came down. He rec- as you guys were talking more and more. He recognized you as. Miata Sheets or Sheets mm-hmm. Miata yeah, or something. Who knows, who knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he cleaned down. He brought us a couple beers and said, I'll wait with you guys. And wow. he had a very cool E30 um, that was fairly clean. Uh, pretty cool garage. The police rolled up on us mm-hmm. and uh, only to offer their lights so that we didn't get hit, which was pretty cool. So we sat and talked to the officer for a while yep. and then eventually migrated into. Um, Parker. Parker. Parker right. Spencer. Good yep. guy. Uh, migrated in his garage, hung out with him and his wife, talked cars, talked building stuff, working on stuff. And Good. although it was a late night. In an early morning. In a very early morning. <laughs> Marlon, Matt, and I were back at uh, at Nelson Ledges to get ready for the, uh, the club race. But here's something that's pretty cool. So SCCA put on a track event around this uh, divisional race, and you guys were able to get cars back out on track on Saturday. Uh, yeah, it was, it, again, it brought the Mazda 2 again, the, the little B-Spec and training car, uh, even faster this time around. Uh, it's a total of five of us, and was having fun. We had, we had a lot of fun. Uh, there was a gentleman, I think he was in an NA Miata 2, wasn't yep. he? Maybe? Yeah, yep. so he came out with us, and he was following myself and Matt and learning our lines, and uh, actually came up later in the afternoon and offered him some tips uh, how to get around Nelson Ledges and uh, it all clicked so got to do some coaching got to watch Matt go and get faster lap after lap in your car Bill yeah, I don't yeah. know how much tires you got left if, <laughs> if that comes out of Matt's check or not I don't know because yeah. I think so, I saw some order that from him so it was 205 50 <laughs> 15s for some reason but you know, it was a good time, and, and working with uh, Matt on spotting and uh, all the things to do when assisting uh, you guys on track when we do more enduros or club racing, so he understands what need, when stuff needs to be said and what observations he's had with that, so just like we wanted to change your breaking point, so instead of 
braking literally on top of the access road before going into turn 12 or getting the tires up on the curb in turn 12 to set up better for 13. So, and I think it worked because when we were out on track together, he said, you know, he was struggling with that. So we sort of reworked that and had him diamond 13 to get a bit better exit going into the front straight down to mm. 13. So he, He's, I mean, for a time out there running with some advanced drivers, he held his own and he, uh, he was able to disseminate the information. So, yeah, I can't wait till we're out there again. The next one, we can do more of it. So, and, uh, but it, no, another well planned event. I, I like if they ever do it again like that, I will be on board. Yeah, and it flowed too. They worked it into the run groups yeah. and it, it didn't slow the day down. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I observe, if I observed anything from this event, there was many things I observed. But one thing was, the full racing family was together that weekend. Mm-hmm. So as I mentioned, there was nine ITA cars. We have a Dodge Neon, and there were three other Dodge Neons. Four, four, well, four total. Well, the well, other yeah. one wasn't in our group. Correct. Yeah, yeah he was in TT four, I think. Yep. But uh, or T four. Anyways, but yeah. So the three other guys were sharing all of their setup tips, all of the parts they put on their car, all the data they've learned over the years, and that was that was great to hang with them to learn those things. Um, you know, there's some sports that they don't share their playbook. Yeah. But in motor racing, we do because we want to make we want good competition. We might not share everything, <laughs> but we share enough to get everybody pretty close together. So, um, yeah, you guys. The, Matt and Marlon were talking tech stuff with these guys all Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon, yeah. and it was good. Um, anything you want to share about those talks? I, I mean, I thought it was great, great information. I, I love, you know, that's the big thing for me to go into these events is learning new things, learning car setup, and uh, Bill was gracious enough to let me drive his car on track, so I got to learn Nelson's a little bit and learn his car and all that stuff and, you know, get better at driving and, you know, learn from Marlon good lines all that sort of stuff and you know I was very thankful for that opportunity but the big thing for me was learning set up the car setup on mm-hmm. the neon you know to make it more competitive so um, the three other neons that were running their class you know gave us a lot of good information on tires on how to fit bigger tires to be you know within our class the you know shocks and struts that we that were able to use and that sort of stuff and I, I wasn't quite able to wiggle alignment setup that they use <laughs> mm-hmm. but they gave us a lot of information and it's a good uh, basis that we can use on the car to make it more competitive yeah i think we even have some additional notes on the uh, second time around when we readjusted the pressures yeah we got a lot better on sunday i heard because i heard bill was two seconds faster on sunday yeah yep. from that so just playing with tire pressures on the hoosiers making a proper adjustment all without any negative cameras so yeah imagine so you you probably had at least a half to a full second, maybe a second and a quarter faster times once we're able to yeah. dial in uh, proper alignment settings. So, especially with bigger fat tires as opposed to the 205s that were on there before. So, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to get it back out. We've got, I've got shipping notifications galore <laughs> from all the stuff that we ordered after uh, after the event, and you know, definitely want to thank Jim Kidd and, and the guys he works with for for sharing all their insights, ideas, and. Folks, if you haven't experienced it yet, that's one of the joys of our sport is just the camaraderie in the paddock. Uh, and we saw that Saturday night uh, as we had Carbotech sponsored a dinner. Mm-hmm. So it was great to have some camaraderie, have some dinner with some folks. And then, uh, you know, just kind of walking around the paddock and we saw an engine crane tip over. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we sure did. In person, unfortunately. In person. But. Yeah. 
Um, we hung out with some neon friends and kind of walked around and just saw everything going on. It was a good good night and Sunday was fun. Sunday was fun. Yeah. Um, good racing. Good battles. Felt relaxed. A lot more. I guess nerves were at ease. Yeah. You know, we got the first day out of the way. Right. Stuff. Kind of had an idea of what was going on. Yeah. And, yeah. And car survived Saturday in order to do Sunday. So. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a good thing too because when we ran the enduro a couple of weeks before that, at least you ended up getting a baseline. <laughs> so. And that Mr. Change the Front Hubs assembly. So in a matter of time and borrowing that, like Bill said, it's uh, everybody wants everybody to race and, and have a good time. So, you know, people will lend you parts if they have it on their car, tools, whatever needs to get done. So being able to press a bearing and, yeah, and all that was just amazing. So. Yeah. yeah, all in all, it was a good weekend. We finished, uh, we didn't finish last in class and we did not finish last in the group and we had some big bore cars in our group yeah i mean that was you talk about watching your mirrors and things coming up pretty quickly it was but uh everyone ran well um we had a couple dnfs on saturday afternoon and i think one on a couple on sunday afternoon um yeah you're talking about those uh gt1 ta trans am cars mm -hmm. those earth pounding ground shaking monsters yeah yes yeah yeah but uh, it was good. A lot of sportsmanship, a lot of uh, giving everybody enough room, and uh, it was it was great. The one thing I liked, so this is my first sprint race. The one thing I liked is I was home for dinner on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yep. I wasn't beat up. It, you know, I didn't have a ton of stuff to unload. It's all in the trailer, yeah. as opposed to the endurance races, which I truly love. But you know, it was hey, all right, let's have dinner now, guys. Yeah. yeah. So that was nice. So all in all, I think a pretty good, successful weekend. Good. So before we move on to the next part, we're going to have a tech tip with Chris from LMS EFI. All right, it's time for our tech tip with Chris from LMS EFI. And this week, we're talking about the benefits of E85 and an E85 tune. So Chris, this is something you see all the time in the forums and people posting about what does all this mean and what are the benefits? Yeah, E85, in my opinion, is a great fuel. Um, there are some downsides. It's, it's hydroscopic. It will absorb water. Uh, so you have to be aware of that. Uh, and when you're setting up your fuel system, you're also going to run about 30% more fuel versus regular gasoline with E85. So again, in setting up your fuel system, you need pumps, injectors, and whatnot that, that are capable of supporting E85. Uh, it's probably not a fuel you want to use if you're in an endurance racer, simply because the the extra fuel that you would use. But the benefits are a much higher knock resistance than, than pump fuel. It's basically has the knock resistance of a good race gas. You're in the 110 octane range with E85. You also um, have the benefit of the E85 burning cooler. An engine will run cooler on uh, E85 than it will on gasoline. So if you've got an engine that likes to run hot anyway, um, there's some good benefit there. Um, and then the big benefit is you can make more power with it. Uh, with turbo applications that we work with, the added octane allows you to run more boost and more timing, make more power. Um, the really neat thing about ethanol and then it's, it's cousin methanol are that the actual BTU content per uh, mass unit of the fuel is actually a little lower than gasoline. But 
the characteristics of the fuel and the lambda value of the fuel means that when you burn more of it per engine cycle, you actually can release more overall BTU content. So you make more power with ethanol. And even uh, we just recently tuned um, a two rotor, uh, normal aspirated rotary engine. And uh, even on the NA motor we made, uh, it was about 5% more power with the ethanol than we did with uh, pump gasoline. So runs cooler, makes more power. Um, it's a lot cheaper than a real good uh, 110 leaded fuel. So, um, you know, what's not to like about it? Um, so I always, uh, always like to uh, at least set up a flex fuel system when we're putting the system together from the start. So you can run ethanol, you can run gasoline, you can run any blend in between, just like just like the factory flex fuel systems. And um, it's there's basically what not to like about it. Right. So if someone wants to talk to you more about uh, getting an E85 tune on their vehicle, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, um, Chris, C-H-R-I-S at LMSEFI.com. Um, or you can give us a call, 502-515-7482. Look us up. Uh, the website is LMS-EFI.com. Great. Thanks, Chris. All right. We are back and we have some cars to talk about with you gentlemen. Um, Marlon, you're getting a car on track for the first time this year. Tell mm -hmm. us about what's going on with the Hornet and what, what you have planned with it. Yeah. So this weekend, uh, I actually have two cars. Most everybody knows about the Deuce. So the, the two will be there competing in time trials in TT6. The Hornet, which is a 2003 and a half Mazda Speed Protégé that is forged motor, Haltech standalone, Garrett 2875. So we're at about 275 at the wheels in that car. So it's going out, uh, probably running HPD4, going to be doing some lead follows with our HPD intro group. If people buy a new Toyota uh, Supra or the GR86, you get a free NASA membership and a weekend with us. So we call it HPD Intro. So it's a one day event. Um, we do it at every track we go to. Uh, what I do is do lead follow with three cars max, uh, get people to the track and get them fast and um, hopefully get them because the car is so far ahead of them, it's not funny because they've never driven on track before. But Hopefully by the end of the day, uh, we'll get them out there. But the Hornet will be out there. Um, they'll be trying to keep up with it. But the car is just a, a fun car to drive. Uh, between the Deuce and the Hornet and the Wild, the Hornet is the middle child. So Speed 3 is the, is the big sister, and she's a torque steer monster. Hmm. And... Uh, which has she has almost 100 more horsepower than the Hornet, but the Hornet is just a fun car to drive. We'll probably run that in TT5 or ST5 next year. Um, and who knows? You guys have done a great job. It's here today for an alignment, so we get to play in a new alignment machine mm -hmm. to do that. So, you know, we're proud to be partners with the Radar Wycliffe store, which, you know, I've known Bill for a lot of years. I met Matt this year, so. Uh, it's very few people I let touch anything of mine, <laughs> especially car-wise. I trust them. Uh, the relationship is such that, you know, we partnered up and 
with Track Night in America doing things or motorsports things so we can get you guys custom alignments and stuff and like we're gonna take shots of that but everything they've done to the car I, in fact i've just had rebuilt calipers uh, new rotors and pads put on it so she's ready to go and uh gonna be shuttling cars two cars to pit race but it's fun uh, a friend of mine will she'll definitely help me because she can drive a stick and she doesn't mind towing one of the vehicles and I can follow behind. We'll make it work one way so or another. So, But, yeah, grateful these guys to come in and do the alignment today and get everything in order. And uh, we'll let you know. There will definitely be some video of the car out on track, both cars on track, and uh, we'll see what we can do a pit race with both of them. Beautiful. The pit race hustle you'll be doing. Pretty much. Pit. A shuffle, hustle, whatever. <laughs> we'll get it there. All right. So, Matt. There's yeah. something new in your driveway. Oh, well, there is. What is it? It's a 1999 uh, Chevrolet Corvette uh, fixed roof coupe. You know, so it looks like the Z06. It doesn't have, unfortunately, it doesn't have the LS6 or any of the fancy brake ducting that the Z06 has. We can find it. We can find it. <laughs> yeah, we can find it. So I just recently picked that up this past weekend. Took a trip. It was a long day. I think I was up at four in the morning, driving up to. Grand Haven or South Haven, Michigan. South Haven, Michigan, yeah. Yep. Right up by Gingerman. Yeah, right by Gingerman. All yeah. my, I was going to make the stop because uh, all of my friends were running the uh, Motor State Challenge. Well, actually, they were at Tyrac that day. Yeah, okay. In, uh, Elkhart, Indiana. Yeah. But unfortunately, it didn't work out by the time we were all said and done and they were leaving. So just said, okay, I'm just going to drive it home. And man, is that car fun. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a blast. I think it's exactly what I needed. I, don't, I wouldn't say needed. Wanted. 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 Yeah. wanted. Uh, this is this is the car. You know, my brother's got a Mark Seven GTI with some stuff done done to it, golf R parts, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And he takes it to autocross. He takes it to uh, road race stuff. And he just hops in, turns the key, and goes. You know, sw maybe we'll swap a set of wheels, some brake fluid every now and yeah. again, and just beats the crap out of it. And this year, I haven't had, you know, my car, obviously, I'm working bugs out, but I just haven't had the luck, I guess you could call it, of just hopping in and going. And that's what I, you know, that's what happens when you heavily modify a car, <laughs> but a car is no good when you have no seat time in it either. So this is hopefully my intro to seat timing in a car, if I can, if I can control myself and not do anything to it and leave it alone. Yeah. So I texted you last night some links to turbo kits for C5s. You did. Yeah, what'd you do with that text? Uh, deleted, deleted it. Deleted it? Deleted oh, it. Oh, man. Oh. So this, <laughs> this C5 will allow me to, you know, tinker with the Miata and, you know, learn more about tuning it. I'd like to get some paint on the car. I know this is not important stuff to tracking it or autocrossing it, but there's just the bugs I want to work out in it and make it more reliable for the track and for autocross and and the C5 will allow me to get seat time and to, you know, really learn about driving um, and that. And it's just a sweet car to have. Cool. Well, congrats. Thank you. Rumor has it you found one in Kentucky for Bill. <laughs> I think so if I can convince him. <laughs> no, I, just, don't, just don't tell Sheila. Oh, yeah. No. Although, so I will be taking a trailer down to Kentucky in the next couple weeks. That's right. And it'll come back empty, so maybe there is some I room for something. Well, I think we got to get one, Bill. Oh, boy. We as in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, hey, we could use another enduro car, right? That is true. I heard C5s are really good. Oh. Can we get with Andy and see, can we have a, a big V8 ground pounder to go with the 470? We, well, we probably do need one. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you got this uh, C5, 
and your intention is to autocross it and track day it? Yep. Okay, so what are you going to do to get it ready for those events? So right now, it, you know, the, well, it needs an AC compressor. That was the one thing that it needed. Um, but I noticed some things just looking at it. You know, brake fluid's a little dirty. I don't know how old it is. I don't know when the last time it was flushed, so I'm going to throw in some new brake fluid, probably some, uh, what is it, 5.1 or 5.0, uh, five oh or five yeah. one. Um, from either Hawk or uh, Motul or you know wherever I can find really, uh, throw some fresh brake fluid in it, do an oil change, check tire pressures, make sure uh, everything's tight in the steering and suspension, and head out to the track. Okay. What kind of brake pads? Yeah, I was on the same question. Well, uh, right now it's whatever's on it. They seem okay, but I'm looking at probably some Carbotex Carbo or probably Hawks eventually. Well, we also have a partner in. G-Lock. G-Lock. That's right. That's yeah, right. you can look at those. Reach, too. Re- reach out to Danny directly as he's on our. And we have a pending order with Danny. He emailed me today saying, "When can I ship this uh, pads for the neon?" Oh, sweet. So we can always well, throw your order. Yeah, do that. Yeah. They they. Uh, well, I won't get into the the thing between Carbotech and G-Lock. Sure. So there's similarities. Also, I if you know LG Racing, Lou Gelati is a friend of mine. He's okay. in Louis. So if you need not unquote big stuff, but it may say like ducting and some other mm-hmm. stuff, like their long tube headers and stuff. Let me know and I'll put you in contact. Sure, I appreciate them. that, Marlon. Thank you. Yeah, long tube headers to go along with the turbo. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. leave it in a, leave it, leave that in a. <laughs> yeah, leave it in a. It's got plenty enough power to get me in trouble. So, so do you have a target first event you're going to do? Um, I'd like to. There's the IX Center. Um, autocross coming up here shortly i'd like to get to that but that's a week and a half away it is so hopefully i can get everything knocked out to get it on track and really shake it down and see see how i like it and get used to it um and then maybe uh i hopefully for the track night in america on what is it the 13th I think of august, august, 13th. august 13th and yeah. nelson's i'd like to get it out there at least um and then between then and now just street driving it enjoying it having fun and Maybe uh, I got a friend up in Milwaukee, you know, which is right by Road America. America. So he was sending some links today. He's like, well, now you got the car to drive up and drive on the track. so And drive home. And drive home. <laughs> and drive home. So we'll see if we can get up there, at least do the autocross they do on their uh, uh, go-kart track, track there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. I'll have to get you some magnets for the side of the Corvette you could put in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully they come along with some tape, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Flying 3, was it the number oh, 3 that was missing? Yep, number yeah. 3 that, oh, left, that yeah. left Bill's car, too. There is still a number 3 in my car. Oh, there is. <laughs> yes. I yeah. I don't think we ever... Fully unpacked. No. Although we never did find... Matt's, Matt had magnetic numbers on the Miata for the track day during the divisional, and we lost a number 3. Unfortunately. Maybe it went to heaven. Maybe. Yeah. With Dale. We'd be with Dale. Dale. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, guys, um, I'll be thrashing on the RX-7 tonight and tomorrow, getting it as close as I can. And my goal is mid-month, mid-August. I'm not going to give you a year, but mid-August. <laughs> oh. uh, it'll be down with Chris at LMS CFI to uh, get some wiring, get some tuning, get some dyno, and get some speed and get ready to go. Is, 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 has Haltech standalone? Yep. AR7? So he's just going to plug and play for you, just create your wiring yeah, harness? Yeah, he's creating a new wiring harness. Um, it, it has a wiring harness for the Haltech, but it's 
it's old, old and yeah. it's there's new ways to do things and better connections and I'm getting a uh, AIM uh, PDM for it. Okay. So he'll get that all wired up and that reminds me I gotta get a hold of track first <laughs> to get a cool box mount for the RX7. Um, yeah, so that's coming along and we got a lot to do on the neon when everything yes, arrives. Can't wait to do the suspension. Yeah. So my office, if you look in there now, it's filled with boxes from Adkins Rotary and Summit. And now we're going to have all this other stuff coming in for the Neon. Oh, okay. I might not be able to work in there. Looks <laughs> like you'll just have to go work in the, on the RX-7. I guess yeah. so, just to make yeah, some more room for boxes. That. There you go. Yeah. So let's talk about, we're, we, we have some exciting news this year. We do. Yeah. Uh, and it has to go with the autocross event that the SCCA, the Neo Ohio region, is putting on here in Cleveland, Ohio, at the IX Center, which is a huge complex under new management. And the region was able to get in there and work a deal. And there's going to be a 100-car autocross event, three of them. And we are sponsoring it. And we're going to be, uh, some have referred to us as the official prep uh, place for the event, the official auto repair facility. But at the end of the day, we're just happy to support autocrossing and motorsports in Northern Ohio. Uh, so guys, you excited about this? Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for us. Um, you know, going back to when you and I first met 15, 14, 15 years ago, um, it, there were a number of shops where you can get custom alignments and people can do that. But as things have changed over the years, um, a lot of people have gotten away from that. And for, you know, your vision and talking to Matt and myself about what you, what you wanted to do here at the Wycliffe store, um, to do that and to just dive in head first and not just matter, just sticking your toe in to, to test the waters, but, you know, fully immerse ourselves in this, um, I think is a great idea, despite the economy and everything else. But it looks things to be turning around. It seems that more and more people are starting to get into it. And if you know, signing up and having partners that are support us, like G Lock, AWR Racing, um, and a number of other uh, vendors, Track First, of course, with safety equipment, um, makes all the difference in the world. And uh, like I said, um, what we're doing now and exposing our us, not only the business model, but our cars and being out there and having a visible presence and for the SCCA to do that is great. And um, like I said, we, we do have a lot of access to a lot of aftermarket parts and things of that nature. So uh, they're working with us so we can pass on discounts to things, um, products that we use as well. Yeah. Matt, you're excited? Yeah, I mean, it's like like I always say, it's a great it's a great time when it's spent racing or you know around cars doing mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. You know, get to get to talk to new people, see new cars, see what people are doing for setups on their cars, all that stuff, and just you know learning to drive or getting better at driving. It's you know whether or not I'm driving um, or riding with you know a friend or whoever. Um, a couple weekends ago, I was fortunate enough to. Uh, uh, get a ride along in a killer 94 Camaro 1LE. I mean, it was all, uh, apparently it's been the national, nationals or something up in, where is that? Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln. Yeah, um, a couple times, and it, this car's just been around forever. I can't remember, I can't quite remember who owned it or owned, 
owns it currently, but I mean, just getting to talk to him and pick his brain a little bit about autocrossing and road racing, and it's it's sweet. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to go and do these sort of events with Rad Air and work on these cars here in Wycliffe and um, make sure everybody's getting out on track. Yeah, cool. Well, what didn't we talk about you guys wanted to? Oh, are we talking about what we're going to do for the participants at the IX Center? Oh, yeah, no, we did. Good catch. Good catch. That's why Marlon's here. Got to promote the business, right? Yeah. Yeah, so what we've published is, uh, so if you're going to be doing the event, and um, we're going to give you a 10% discount uh, off of whatever you need done. So if you need some some fluid changes, if you need a tailored or custom alignment, you've got some coilovers you want installed or some ride height adjustment on your existing coilovers, we're going to give you 10% off your invoice. Two things you got to do to get that. One, show us your SCCA membership or your confirmation of registration for one of the autocross events uh, at the IX Center. And um, if you visit the show notes, you'll get links to our website where you can make a service reservation to get that. Um, you know, get, get in line to get some service. Or you can also contact Marlon. There'll be a link to Marlon's mm-hmm. email. You can send a Marlon uh, a question. Some folks... So when we were at Track Night in America, we were paddock next to a gentleman who's been on track only once or twice. BMW, yeah. My gosh, you guys were talking the whole time about, well, you know, this gentleman wants to do this, and we could do that, and we'll get you up to this shock level, and we'll make these adjustments. <laughs> and, I mean, that guy was just eating up what you were telling yeah. him. So that's the kind of help that Marlon can offer you folks uh, if you have questions about the next change or modification to your vehicle. Uh, yeah, also if you're a NASA member and you have a NASA membership, we'll offer you the same 10% discount. Um, this is true as well so like i said bill will have a link up we'll have flyers to that uh if you have any questions in regards to scca membership nasa membership uh track night in america whatever it is you need we're here to help you guys um you know matt does a great job the entire shop does a great job paul who oversees and manages the front um We'll get you your old parts back. We get you, you know if there's anything goes on after the inspection, we'll let you know. Uh, we're willing to work with any and everybody. So whatever you guys need from us, um, please reach out to us. We're here to help you. Uh, we'll definitely take care of you. Very professionally run, and we care about what we do. So we also participate. We're not going to send you out there and not know what we're talking about because we do this literally on a weekly basis. So that's right. Good point. Yeah, so there'll be, again, links to a lot of this information. Um, but you're right, SCCA, NASA, or registered for one of the yeah. uh, the events yeah. will get you the discount. Did you talk about your RX-7? Yeah, and you talk, uh, yeah, we just all talked about our car. Yeah, come on. talk about yours. You want to talk about I don't the, want to talk about it. I want to work on it. Well, well, yeah, but, but the, overall, what's the goal then? Oh, so... What we're going to use it for, or are you going to use it for? So the original goal was e-production SCCA club mm-hmm. racing. After my weekend racing SCCA at Nelson confirmed, I really enjoy that type of racing. But earlier this year, I did a NASA event with you, mm-hmm. Marlon, and thanks for the invite to do that. And so I'm also hooked on NASA. So I think that super touring is where that car would fit in there. Yeah, it would be a ST, depending on what you do with it and the horse. The weight, uh, yeah, weight to horsepower ratio could be a ST6 or an ST5. I think five. It, I think it fell on the five. Five, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really enjoy the wheel to wheel. That doesn't mean I wouldn't go a time trial route, yeah. but uh, yeah. So that's the goal. You could do both, actually. Yeah. You could supersize it on Friday and do uh, the 
do time trial, run with the 3-4 and time trials on Friday, and you can run TT5 on, say, do a couple sessions on that on Saturday and Sunday, then run your ST5 race after that, because at least your tires and everything, you can get everything dialed in, so yeah. it's one way to get a little bit of an advantage. Talk about track time. Yeah. That's it, awesome. Yeah. yeah, so with any luck, again, mid-August, it'll be uh, down the Chris. Give them a month or so. There's plenty of events left in September mm-hmm. and October, so it will. It, good Lord willing, it'll be on track this well, year. And you also have that enclosed trailer. So let's see. There's VIR. There's get down to Florida. You can always say tell she, well, hey, we can go to Florida. We'll actually can go to Daytona and or Sebring. And after that, everything's said and done. We can just drive everything and go to Key West and call that family vacation. There we go. There you go. I like the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, we'll follow right behind you. Yep, so we can do that. I need my crew. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, guys, thanks for spending some time bringing uh, the listeners up to speed on Track Night in America, our divisional race, some of the stuff you guys have going on. And uh, I think when um, maybe after the next Track Night in America, we'll we'll get together, see how pit race was for you, see Certainly. how the C5 did out at Nelson, and yeah, we'll keep talking. Sounds good to me. Good. Thanks for having us, Bill. Yep. Yeah, a lot of fun as always, guys. We recorded this episode in the conference room at Raid Air in Wickland, and after the recording, we went out to the shop to perform an updated alignment on Marlon's protege speed as he's getting ready for NASA at Pit Race this weekend. A big thank you to LMS, EFI, Raid Air in Wickland, and Track First for their support of the show. Be sure to click on their links in the show notes to learn more and to show them some love. Lastly, can you do me two favors? First, I'd love a five-star review on wherever you are listening to this podcast. It just makes me feel good when I see those reviews come in. Second, tell a friend about the show. Oh, and don't be late to grit.